And we are back on the uh, KYMM Morning Show, and we're joined in studio by a special guest, Galen Mollica. Good morning, Galen. Hey, good good morning. How are you? The the man of many hats. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we have you. Uh, today we invited you on uh, to talk about Age-Friendly Northfield. We, we're uh, checking in with folks from Age-Friendly Northfield each month, and, and you get to be their spokesperson. Might have a few uh, county questions for you as well at the end of the sure. interview, but uh, absolutely. we appreciate you cooperating with us. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so thank you for having us and mm-hmm. having the age-friendly um, committee members here. Uh, uh, I think weekly they've been coming and giving some updates. Um, as we get older, and yes, Jeff, you are age-friendly. Uh, <laughs> as we get older, we, we have to think of, um, uh, you know, um, getting older mm-hmm. and um if we want to stay in our own homes how, how do we do that um so there's there's lots of uh uh things to think about as we get older yeah and we all how do, and how do we do that yeah we all get older and you know it just brings with it a different set of challenges and uh it's different uh, just like anything in life is different for people in different situations but uh when you talked about age-friendly northfield i really like the program and and uh uh, Northfield does have an aging population with the baby sure. boomers up and, and, and such. So there are some things. Let's start off by talking about the resource guide that sure. Age-Friendly Northfield now has out. Yeah, so um, Age-Friendly. So there's a, a committee of Age-Friendly. Um, David DeLong is the chair. Um, there's many people on it, but we're always looking for more people to join us. So if um, they are willing, anybody that's willing can certainly uh, go to our webpage and find the cant- contact mm-hmm. numbers to join. <clears throat> but the resource guide was put together uh, as a resource guide for age, uh, aging folks. And in it, it has all sorts of um, uh, contacts from uh, people that do plumbing that are age-friendly, from um, uh, doing um, construction work, remodeling, um, transportation, um, just all kinds of resources that absolutely uh, that you don't have to go and search yeah. for. It's it's you know at your fingers resource guide. Mm-hmm. I think it's been updated once and it's going to get updated again. Okay. So also if there is a business out there um, that uh, would like to be put in here, um, they they're able to um, you know there again go to the web page and contact all of the people that are in this resource guide have been vetted. Um, you know, they're legit businesses, um, they're upstanding businesses, um, they're age-friendly businesses. They've all been vetted uh, before they go in the, uh, in, into the resource guide. And where can they pick that up at? So, uh, obviously, at 50 North, mm-hmm. there are um, 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 uh, a, stack of- <laughs> a stack of them. <laughs> sure I think there stand. may be some over at the library. Okay. Um, but, again, they could even call. Uh, one of us could probably drop it off to somebody um, if need be, or get it in the mail form. And that wonderful resource guide there, I've looked through it. Uh, we have a copy of it right here. Uh, I'd like to thank Patty Sirtia for dropping that off. But uh, that is uh, boy, just filled with services and okay. such. And, you know, as Northfield ages and uh, just people in general, population ages, uh, uh, once again, you're, you're, you're set... Looking at a new set of challenges, and th- some of those challenges may be uh, involving mobility or something along that line. Absolutely. Th- and the city does have uh, city and 
Who is it? Is Habitat it Habitat for Humanity? Habitat, yeah, that has yeah. some programs to help you out. Yeah, so they've got some funding available and um, uh, for um, staying in place, aging in place. Everybody wants to stay in their own home as long as possible. Um, so with that, as you said, there's uh, different challenges and having to do uh, things differently. Uh, sometimes you have to put grab bars, um, uh, build a ramp to get in your house, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so with that, there is fundings available, uh, some grant monies available to do those things. Um, we know it costs money, and usually when uh, age-friendly people are no longer working, they're on a fixed income. And so those programs are there and available to help them out. All right. And the, are those, uh, to look into those grants to see what might be available, is that on the city's website, on uh, so the Age Friendly website, I Habitat? Believe, yep. So I think it might be on the, um, on the uh, Age Friendly website. Certainly is on the, on the city website. Um, and then, um, and the city has done a great job of getting that word out. And then, of course, the uh, Habitat for Humanity website would have information. All right. You can find out more information there. Sure. I want to also talk to you about uh, telemedicine. Sure. What is that program about? Well, you know, telemedicine has actually existed for quite a while. Mm -hmm. However, uh, not a lot of people knew about it until we had COVID. And um, with COVID, um, it kind of uh, put it to the forefront. Uh, people making their appointments and doing them virtually um, and also uh, by the phone. And so there is also a telemedicine guide card um, that's available uh, that we put out uh, at the bottom of it. It has a, a spot for writing your provider's name, you know, a line of clinic, the phone number or your doctor's name and phone number. Um, there's a lot of things that can be done uh, virtually nowadays that, uh, uh, we never thought we could do. I mean, Zoom and video conferencing is another situation where businesses didn't really use that. Now they've realized, wow, we don't have to travel to California to have a meeting. We can do it virtually. So uh, the same with telemedicine. You're able to meet your doctor online uh, and, and take care of uh, things. Obviously, we know there's things you have to go in the clinic for, and uh, there are things that you don't have to go into the clinic for. So. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's one of the things that, that the pandemic has really brought out is the availability of remote service, whether it be uh, telemedicine or anything else right. that you need to do. So that is available as well. Yes. Uh, what else? Anything about else about age-friendly Northfield you'd like to bring up before we get into a couple of uh, county things? Sure. So there's there's you know there's uh, you know different things that this committee works on from from housing to uh, accessibility to um, um, public bathrooms, mm -hmm. you know, when, when, um, uh, benches on, on streets, are they age friendly? Do they have arms on them? Uh, older folk need arms to help get them up. Um, so there's, um, transportation. Um, you know, it's an important piece as we get older, many of us are not going to be able to drive. So how do they get around? Um, there's programs out there. There's there, some of those programs are in the resource guide, but you know, there's the taxi company, there's the, the bus transit, there's, there's other programs available. We want to make sure that public transit is available and works for age friendly people. So th that's one of the domains that we work on. 
All right. If somebody would like to get involved in the age-friendly Northfield to help uh, guide, uh, you know, our uh, policies and such going forward, uh, do they just check out the website? They can the... check out, yep, mm-hmm. yep, the age-friendly website, age-friendly Northfield, and um, they could give us a call and um, come join us at a meeting. All right. Uh, once again, Galen Malik is with us from Age Friendly Northfield. We're going to switch gears, and uh, while Galen puts on his other hat, right? <laughs> yes, county commissioner hat. I want to have while we have you in here. Just a couple of questions. You know, we've we've talked about the new Rice County Jail, right? Uh, and that is uh, going to be built, and everything's uh, kind of moving forward with that. One of the pieces, though, is the financing uh, portion of it. Uh, last we heard, the uh, uh, Rice County Board had done the uh, preliminary work on putting a sales tax in. Now it's got to be approved by the legislature. Correct. Uh, where is that at sure. at this point? Sure. So that's still at the legislature uh, to get approval. If the legislature approves it, then it would come back to the voters of Rice County to approve it uh, in in November. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they voted... Um, if they vote and it, it passes, sales tax would cover the uh, payment, the bond payments for the jail. <coughs> if they don't vote for it, uh, then it would go on property taxes. And the property tax, uh, for for those of you who uh, uh, don't haven't made the link yet, uh, property taxes is all on you and me. Uh, but the sales tax involves everybody visiting into Rice County. Correct. Uh, so if uh, somebody comes down from the metro area for a, a baseball tournament or if they just do some visiting in Northfield or Faribault or go to one of our parks, anytime they buy anything... That uh, they're going to help out with the cost of this as well. Correct. If there, if it's if it's uh, taxable items, and we know clothing and food are not taxable, mm-hmm. um, but there are a lot of other things that are. So you know, if they stop at Menards, stop at Target, um, and there's they buy taxable items, uh, there's going to be a, a, a three quarters percent sales tax that would go towards the jail. You know, I kind of had the impression that uh, you send that up to the regis- legislature and it's a rubber stamp and boom, you get it back and put it on the ballot. I don't, is that the case? Do they vet these out pretty well? Is there any concerns that maybe the legislature won't approve this, uh, pr- putting it on the ballot? You know, there's always the unknown. You never know what, uh, uh, what the legislature is going to do, mm-hmm. um, especially when it comes to last minute uh, finagling up the Capitol. So, we're not really sure until we know whether it came through or not. You know, the legislature is also uh, trying to figure out what to do with $10 billion in uh, in over uh, uh, overruns this Correct. year. To, I, I should say, uh, oh, their revenue, they're going to have the big surplus. Uh, I'm sure just about every government agency has their ideas on how that money could be spent. Is uh, Rice County I looking was up, into... I was at the Capitol yesterday... <laughs> I kind of thought you might be chasing down state senators. So um, on lots of things. Um, Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is just my own personal opinion. Uh, And certainly not. That microphone's kind of wandering away from you. There you go. (laughs) Certainly. Too too tight as springs. Yep. uh, You know, certainly not reflective of my fellow commissioners. This is just my opinion. Um, You know, yes, give some back, but. You got to, as a legislature, realize a year or two or three down the road, we could be in a complete different situation where we're in a, a negative financial situation. So, 
don't give away too much of the money. You know, put by law they have to put money away for the rainy day fund, but um, I think they need to look at holding on to a little bit more above and beyond that. Anything that money gets spent on is one-time funding, and so basically, you know, housing. We have issues with housing throughout Minnesota and the United States. Certainly they need to put uh, some one-time money. Mental health is another situation where uh, some of the money could go towards uh, mental health, um, and improving the mental health situation in the state of Minnesota. Uh, Gayla Malika is our guest today. Uh, once again, uh, we're, we're talking to County Commissioner Malika, as opposed to a member of the uh, no- age-friendly Northfield group. But uh, the, from the county commissioner's standpoint, uh, we are just about uh, done with winter and into road construction season. Absolutely. Yeah, let's, Absolutely. Uh, we've got, and Rice County does have some pretty major projects coming up uh, this summer. Right. Uh, let's remind people again of what's going on. I think the is the uh, uh, interstate, uh, the uh, Highway 19 and interstate. State 35 uh, intersection, will that be uh, under construction this year? That, or is that... that will not be under construction this okay. year. Uh, MnDOT is still working on um, uh, the Highway 19 um, um, repavement from Northfield to the interstate. Okay. Um, they're still working on the roundabout at the interstate. So it may be a year or two. I think 2024 is when the, the um, mill and overlay from Northfield to 35W is going to take place. So they've been holding meetings with the city of Northfield, um, various stakeholders, businesses, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, they've been holding meetings with the county uh, on, on transportation needs from you know, the city line of Northfield out to the interstate. Then um, the roundabout, the county and uh, the state have been working on that together. Okay, what projects are going forward this year? Sure. There are two major projects uh, that I'm aware of. Um, Baseline Road, which is on the uh, east side of 35W, Mm -hmm. between County Road 8 and County Road 1, uh, will be taking place this year. That's the last piece um, from Faribault all the way up to County Road 1. Mm -hmm. Um, The county has been... Uh, has the the whole west side of Bagley Avenue has been done. Now we're focusing on the east side uh, for transportation needs, business needs um, of uh, repaving, uh, rebuilding and repaving mm-hmm. to a 10-ton road situation. Right. Um, 320th Street, which is in, starts in Waterford Township, uh, the old Waterford Meat Market, and it goes all the way west to... Um, uh, Hazelwood Avenue, which runs on the uh, east side of 35 going north. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a joint project with Dakota County uh, to finish paving uh, it all the way out to the frontage road along the interstate. Hmm. So Dakota County has the majority of it. Rice County has about three quarters of a mile. And uh, we're just doing a joint project. That will be, that will take place this year. And... Um, then there's one more quick access to get out and go north. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, Galen, we're out of time. Thank you right. so much for coming in. Much appreciated. Absolutely. I wish you the best of luck uh, with your with your uh, uh, age-friendly Northfield uh, committee. And also, absolutely. Thank uh, with, you. of course, the uh, Rice County. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Jeff. Galen Malika, you're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080 KYMN Northfield.